0: just getting in your car and you normally take the north side further don't do it my friends Welcome to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, where our top local story is a massive traffic red alert on the north side perimeter, 285, shut down in both directions in Dunwoody. We're going to lean heavily on Atlanta's only 24-hour traffic team to get you around to the closure. We'll end up with Doug Turnbull in just a minute, and of course, live traffic reports every six minutes throughout the broadcast. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Mark Aram Show. A lot of fun stuff later on. Millennial Match Game, Johnny Kibasa with a fast food review, and Movie Monday, but uh, it's been a while, Longoria, since we checked in with uh, CBS National Security Consultant Colonel Jeff McCausland on what's going on in Ukraine. And, and Colonel, uh, thanks for joining us live again. The headline that jumped out to me today was uh, Ukraine finally launching a counteroffensive against the Russian mm-hmm. invaders. Uh, it's been a while since we spoke. I apologize for that. But uh, if you could get us caught up to speed on, on what's going on now with this counteroffensive.
1: Well, what's happened, Mark, to begin with, over the last about six weeks or so, is things have kind of stalemated. Uh, really, since the middle of July or earlier than that, when the Russians launched an offensive, they've gained uh, about as much ground as the country of Andorra, if you know how big that is, about 170 square miles. But in the process, from the high point of their invasion of Ukraine back in March, they've lost a land area the size of Denmark. And now things have kind of frozen. The Ukrainians have been pressuring the southern portion of the country. Herson is just to the north of Crimea, occupied by the Russians back in 2014. And they've been talking about a counteroffensive in that particular area. That now appears to be ongoing. There have been reports so far, at least, that the Ukrainians have captured about four villages. There's a distinct possibility that Russian forces in Herson, either A, could become encircled based on some bridges that have been destroyed to their rear that would not allow them to withdraw across the Nipa River, or, in fact, they will be forced to withdraw pretty quickly uh, if, in fact, it looks like they're about to be surrounded. Colonel, forgive
0: my ignorance, but is this really the first uh, offensive moves the Ukrainian army has made since this war began? Has it mostly been a defensive posture on their end?
1: Primarily defensive posture, Mark, but they have conducted some offensive operations. Now, that's have been more in the category of raids. They conducted a, a helicopter assault against a Russian town just across the border, which, which was pretty daring. Of course, their offense concluded the attacks on the Russian Black Sea fleet and the sinking of the Moscow. And in recent weeks, they have conducted a number of apparently special operations, perhaps partisan attacks, particularly in the Crimea, destroying Russian ammunition storage areas. Uh, They did severe damage to a Russian naval aviation uh, base, destroying nine or ten high-performance aircraft. This has been the first, I think, real at the, what we would call the operational level where they have conducted an offensive and it would be a major success for them, and that is re-securing a significant uh, Ukrainian city that had fallen to the Russians early on in the war would be a real political in many ways setback for the Russians and also, I think, underscore support for the Ukrainians on the side of the United States and the Europeans as they see the Ukrainians making progress
0: talking to CBS national security consultant Colonel Jeff McCauslin on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram if this counteroffensive is successful could we see this this stalemate end and maybe things turning Ukraine's way in this war
1: That's possible but at the same time I think Russia still has so much military force that it's going to be hard for the Ukrainians to then you know <clears throat> translate this into a major offensive and a major retreat by the Russians across all particular fronts and don't forget the Russians always still have the ability to escalate if they would like to, and they could use, and they've threatened in the past to do so, uh, use nuclear weapons against Ukrainian forces if they thought their, their defenses were actually collapsing. But it's certainly important for the Ukrainians to make this offensive and, furthermore, makes life for the Russians pretty difficult in terms of what they wanted to do, which was continue the offensive westward towards Odessa, <clears throat> as is key in all that as far as their line of communications. And secondly, Kherson is very key to the Russians as it provides fresh water to the rest of the Crimean Peninsula, without which could put uh, the Russian-occupied portion of Ukraine in difficult circumstances.
0: Very interesting. Final question for you, Colonel. The headline last week was the car bomb that killed the daughter of a, a Putin ally. Uh, have we heard any rumblings uh, of what Russia's response to that might be? And might their response be outside of the borders of Ukraine?
1: That's been a really strange story. The Russian FSB, their counterterrorism, people announced within about 24 hours they had solved the whole, whole case, which I find, frankly, a bit skeptical, to say the least. They claimed it was a Ukrainian woman who had moved into the same building where this young Daria Dugina was living and then has fled back across the border into Estonia. And the Russians have made some threats against Estonia. In the last 24 hours or so, the FSB has announced there was a second person they've identified, again, another Ukrainian, who they are trying to find, who they think were involved in this bombing. Ukrainians have said repeatedly that they were not involved in it. And I really find it difficult to see for the Ukrainians what great benefit it would be for them to assassinate this young woman, or even if it was a mistake, as in trying to assassinate her father. seems to me it's highly likely this was done by the Russian government because the father was becoming very critical of Putin or it was just a mafia hit that
0: went bad. Interesting. Colonel, as always, we appreciate your time and your insight. Stay safe, my friend, and we'll talk soon.
1: Take care,
0: Mark. All right. Colonel Jeff McCausen from CBS Radio News, their national security consultant. One more follow-up, if you don't mind, Doug. So, I mean, obviously this isn't your first rodeo. You know, Atlanta commuters know what's going on when there's a big fire under a bridge like this. In your experience uh, and what we've seen so far, On the uh, jam cams there, Do, do we think this is a closure that will last through the rest of the rush hour? Or do you think we might get lanes open at some point soon?
2: It's hard to know until they can actually inspect the bridge and make sure they know if there's a problem or not, but they have to get somebody there to actually do that. And I think that's the holdup now is even getting the inspector there. The other thing that complicates it, Mark, is that there are utility lines that go under that bridge, including a gas line. I was told by a 911 dispatcher that none of that was damaged or at least no service was interrupted. I, I It looks like there. Lo- you saw the track and the trailer burn, so there are definitely burn marks on the bridge, but it's just a matter of that's, that being a cosmetic thing or if it's something deeper and we just just don't know yet but anyone that has plans in the perimeter mall sandy springs dunwoody area in the next couple of hours at least You need to get around that and make as wide a berth as you can.
0: All right, good stuff, Doug. Thanks for the in-depth team coverage there. We'll get back to you in the traffic team in uh, in just a couple of minutes. And don't forget, uh, as long as this red alert is sounding, that will be our top local story. We'll give you extra reports, and we'll make sure the traffic team has time to give you all the info you need to get around the uh, bumper to bumper delays. And this might be a good time if you haven't already. Download the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app. It can be invaluable. It can save you a lot of time. I assumed... That, you know, as soon as I got the push alert, Deborah, that this was uh, a red alert on the north side perimeter, I was like, oh, Chuck's going to work from home. But Chuck is back from vacation. Welcome back, Chuck. I I, I, I appreciate it. I don't know if you want to share details of. What... No, we
3: just, it's our, our little annual trip to Tybee. So oh, we'll okay. Very kids. cool. Yeah, Yeah, we just right. took the kids to the beach and.
4: You left and mm-hmm. things fell apart. Like, yeah. literally the minute you left, things fell apart. When
0: you left on, was it Thursday? You, you had to run out of here at 630? Yeah, that... I, was that Thursday? No, that. was Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank the, you, though. The, that was bad. The phones died as soon as you left. Oh, really? We didn't yes, have them Yes, like the
4: second you left, they, they stopped working. We didn't have know. them
0: until the next day. Oh no. Yeah, like right before the show. It was crazy. I, and what something else went like everything was going down. Well we there had was a water, no main water break. There was really? Something yeah. else
3: went off. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. It was the glue that held this all together.
0: Yeah, but you are not a <laughs> culprit. Um I, I have had a bag of um so I'm trying to do the no carb thing, and I have a bag of individually wrapped uh cheese sticks, like uh yeah. string cheese. Yeah. And they they went from like twelve to two in the time you were gone. So I know you were not a was culprit. was not me. No, no, no. Someone I did not abscond with jacking. your cheese sticks. Someone ate eight of them, really? At least. Wow. Yeah, 12 to, that's 10. 10 of them. Oh, Someone's going to have <laughs> a problem in the bathroom later. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, it's good to have you back, Josh. Yeah, it. literally, you're right. Things just went to pot. Um, All right. The, the, I, I want to start the, the show with this. Uh, I mean, we hadn't talked to Colonel in, in a long time, and, and not because I don't care about what's going on in Ukraine or you folks don't care, um, but... It's just, it hasn't been top of mind for any of us, me included. Like, I pay attention, but I I, I thought we, you know, people didn't want to hear about that on their ride home. But the fact that Ukraine's fighting back, I think, is amazing. Like, this they're, they're launching a counteroffensive, which is fantastic. I think that that bodes well, um, that things might turn the good guys' ways over uh, in Ukraine. Um, related to that, counteroffensive. Now... I've never been in a war. I will never be in a war, but uh, a military war. But I think we've all, even if you've never served in the military, you're never in a war zone, we've all had counter offenses when it comes to wars with our neighbors or coworkers. I want to hear those stories when we come back. Have you ever had a, a quote, war with a neighbor or a coworker or a, a relative? And things, and you had to launch a counteroffensive. I want those stories when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Still to come on the show, Movie Monday, Match Game, and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB.
5: And when it comes to big local stories, Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram gives you more coverage than kudzu
0: if your evening commute doesn't take you across the north side perimeter count your blessings friends red alert there back to the traffic team in just a couple of minutes in the meantime welcome back to atlanta's news and talk with mark here uh ukraine launching a counter offensive against russia go ukraine uh have you ever had to uh, launch a counter uh, offensive against a coworker, a family member or a neighbor like you know not real war, war, but did you have, like, fake wars with anybody in your in your social circle? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dan kicks us off on the Mark Arm Show. Welcome, Dan. Danny boy. Dan, Fran, Stan. Everybody Jan. clap your hands. Jan. There, there we, we go. Hey, Dan, how are you? Is it Dan? Dan, yep.
6: Dan. All
0: right. Uh, Dan, tell us about your counteroffensive.
6: So it's really what I call the triple offensive. I had a neighbor live next door to me. He was a little bit older and he he was a a pastor who was nearing retirement. And for some reason, people always assumed that he needed stuff and they would drop it off at his house and it accumulated in his yard at the end of his driveway. Um, I, I held a garage sale one day and I just started selling stuff out of there. I asked him if it was okay. He said, yeah, sure. So I sold a bunch of his stuff, but there was still a lot sitting there. So the next phase of the offensive was to build a fence to conceal it, um, which I did. I didn't. I just mentioned to him that his fence looked a little rough. It was a chain link fence, so you could see everything. And I encouraged him with a privacy fence using. Well, I was putting up a fence at my house. I just extended it to his house.
0: Sure. Let, let me but, jump in for a second. Like, what kind of things were people dropping off? Like love seats and couches. Like, what was
6: it? It might be furniture, or it might be things. Exercise.
0: And we lost Dan. We'll never get the uh, – He but he went to I war I imagine
4: with, like Sanford and Son in the yeah, front yard.
0: but he went to war with a pastor, which is n- I'd not recommended. Don't do that Mongoria. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mary's in Kennesaw. Mary, welcome to the show.
7: Hey, Mark. Hey, um, Mary. This is just a, such a fun question to answer because um, my mother, who's 88 right now, um, taught us well I'm one of four siblings and we had neighbors who were part of our carpool but on their carpool day the mom would just say she had a headache she couldn't do it oh, and, and my mom would have to drive the kids and when we would like maybe be playing ball or frisbee in the backyard and it would go over the fence we go over to the front door, and, and they would not—they would not let us go in their backyard to retrieve our toys.
0: Can I can I stop so, you there, Mary? Because Longoria's yes. playing is coming out. Can I get back to you after the news tra- yes. uh, check? All right, Mary and Kennesaw is going to finish her story, and I want to hear your story after news, weather, and traffic. Uh, did you ever have a quote war with a neighbor, coworker, or family member? I want to hear those juicy stories when we come back. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one
3: eight hundred WSB Talk. This is Henry. W- how are you? And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. How lucky are
8: you? 4:40, well,
0: you know, 20 in front of five. Welcome back, friends. Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram. Obviously, going to be all over the traffic red alert on the north side perimeter. Back to the traffic team in just a second. Uh, discussing, uh, we had uh, CBS national security consultant uh, Colonel Jeff McCausland on the top of the show to, to give us an update on the Ukraine-Russian uh, war. But but here at home, we fight small battles. You know, some of us do. Some of us live in Shangri-La, like Longoria. He's just in he a peaceful, serenity now existence. But others of us fight these little mini wars with coworkers, or neighbors, or family members. I want to hear those good stories where things just escalated, counteroffensive, counteroffensive. Blah 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 blah. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Back to Mary and Kennesaw. All right, Mary, your mama raised you right. That's where we left off. Now tell us about yes. uh, the the little battles that were waged.
7: So. So when the neighbors wouldn't treat us right or would not take us to school on their turn to carpool, my mom you know, was frustrated, and she was a good, very good Catholic woman. Um, so one Thanksgiving she got a brilliant idea. You know a couple days after Thanksgiving when the turkeys all picked off and all that's left is like bones and sure. yield goo? Yeah. yeah. So she called all of us up, us four kids, upstairs to a deck that looked over into the neighbor's yard, and she just said, Watch this, kids. And she took that nasty thing from the pan and flung it over the fence oh. into the neighbor's yard. Oh, gross. And we were so excited, like, yay, mom, like they so deserve that. And it became like a Thanksgiving tradition.
0: That's amazing. It,
7: <laughs> it is. And it gave her a lot of satisfaction. And so I'm very similar in that way. So um, the thing I like to do to people is I like for them to think that they won and that it's over, but then I just wait till the opportunity presents itself. And yeah,
0: revenge is a dish best served cold, thrown over a absolutely.
7: fence. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm envisioning. I take,
0: go ahead, Mary. I'm sorry.
7: <laughs> well, I will take visitors' cards at church and fill that person's name out and their address and their phone number. And I will check every box. Yes, I want a home visit. Yes, pray for me. Just everything I can, and wow. then happily place it in the little basket. That's that's, so that's just one. Of, that's one of. That's the dirty I like to pool,
0: do. Mary. I respect that. I'm envisioning many turkey carcasses being thrown over Chuck's fence uh, by his irate neighbors. I guess that when the the birds come and the animals come, you ever had a, a turkey carcass chucked into your backyard, Chuck?
3: No, I never had problems with my neighbors.
0: We never. This wasn't a war. I this don't was talk just to neighbors. A prank. We uh, the Perilla family in my hometown, very respected, nice family. I went to high school with their kid Will, but they were the only people we knew with uh, an in-ground pool. Like I think their dad was a doctor. Like they had money, and one one day as a joke, we caught about. Um, thirty sunfish. I don't know if they have those in Montana. They're just these. They're they're just little fish like this. Okay. Little round guys. Like little perches. Yeah, they're just. The, oh, I mean,
3: yeah, they have perch.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's a sure. sun. We call them sunfish. Okay. I don't know. We caught about thirty of them. Put them in a bucket, and then went to Will's backyard and poured the bucket <laughs> into his pool. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was just because he was the only guy we knew who had a pool that had water in it. Um, and it wasn't pool water. Did
4: they die from the chlorine? No, it
0: was it was during the off season. So the pool it was just rainwater in there, and they they lived a merry life. <laughs> 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 they were there. They were in that pool until the summer came, and they, they had to like, clean it out. They were like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> AJ joins us in coming. AJ, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Mark, love your show. Uh, I definitely got my neighbor good, but uh, I might have to join in with Mary on on hers because that was (laughs) probably a more fun story.
0: No doubt. Uh,
3: But uh, after six years of verbal abuse from the next-door neighbor, I got him good because uh, he had a business next door that he was running. And I did some research, made friends with the code enforcement officer, and I got a a hold put on his uh, business license. Oh, my God. What I know is he had to go to one of those industrial park facilities, and I found out how much the rent was there, and it was uh, 3000 a month. If he had just been nice to his neighbors, uh, he, you know, I would have not minded him being there, but uh, he was verbally abusive with us. Um, what was, what was the with, end
0: result, AJ?
3: Well, the end result was, uh, you know, over over the last since the last eight years, he's probably paid about two hundred fifty thousand in rent that he wouldn't have had to had he just been nice to his neighbor. Oh
0: my good, AJ, if I ever get on your wrong side, just call the show and I'll apologize to you. I, I don't want to get on your bad side. Wow, that's a... it.
3: I'm, I'm scared of Mary's bad side, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, here's the here's the lesson: just be kind, people. Just be kind, and AJ won't won't play his uh, the ace in the hole and make you pay three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Good job, AJ, though. I respect that. Nick is up next on the Mark Air Show. Hey, Nick. Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent, brother. What's cooking? Hey, Marky Mark and the Funky
3: Bananas. <laughs> I, I like, like that. Um, <clears throat> you, you can you can take it. Um, no, I, used, uh, I was serving on an aircraft carrier, and this dude next to me, he would snore so loud that I would have to, like, reach out, and I'd have to slap him to make him stop.
0: That's uh, that had to violate some law of uh, of the seas.
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he didn't know he was asleep.
0: Did he? Did he retaliate with a counter offensive?
3: No, I was in the middle rack. He was in the top rack. So. Oh, all right. He, That's
0: fine. Listen, uh, I I don't know if I would have slapped a guy. I would have put his uh, I would have taken his left hand and put it in a cup of warm water, so he wet in the bed. I tried that on my brother. Did it work? Well, I, I'll never know because I was laughing so hard. I, my buddy and I, were doing it, and we spilled the water in his bed, and he woke up crying. One of the worst beatings I ever got. Oh, really? Yeah. And it, he wet his bed. Well, I wet his bed. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if it yeah, ever yeah. worked or not. <laughs> do, do you think that really works? I don't know. We could try it. <laughs> try it on your kids. No, yeah. no. We will try it on Shelly. He's always sleeping in the oh, newsroom. Oh, yeah, yeah,
8: yeah.
1: Let's
0: do that next time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I want to hear about your, your battles, your counteroffensive attacks with your neighbors, coworkers, family, friends, what have you. 404 872 751 1-800-WSB-TALK.
5: Traffic updates every six minutes. A smile on your face for three hours. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Top of the Dome, George Clark, Mike Shields, and Doug
0: Turnbull we'll get you the latest on the Red Alert in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Richard joins us in Canton. Richard, tell me about your uh, little battles, your little wars.
6: Okay, well, about 20 years ago, I found myself in the unenviable position of living in a trailer park in Central Florida. Oh, my. And uh, <laughs> trailers like 10 feet apart. And the neighbors had this habit of playing mariachi music every (laughs) night. 11 o'clock, 11.30 at night, I asked them, can you you kind of tone that that down? And um, then uh, all they did was uh, cuss at me. I didn't understand what they were saying, but I knew that they were indicating that I was number one by the finger they were sticking out.
0: Understood. So what did you do to retaliate?
6: Well, I first called the police. and they and ellis county police said well we don't have a noise ordinance i said okay (laughs) i'll handle this then i took out a 100 watt tube guitar amplifier
2: oh no which is
6: something that will melt your face when it's at maximum volume and i proceeded to play the star spangled banner over and over see
0: i would have gone i understand what you're doing there i would have gone another direction though i would have gone like polka music or you know, now
4: polka music has a lot of crossover into yeah. mariachi music, oh, really? so that would have been okay. Oh, would have been yes. it Another been accordion. Yeah. I have no yes. idea. Yes. How about that? There's a large German influence after World War One that developed in Mexico. Really? Yeah, that's why they have mariachis at.
0: I know. think someone just stole Longoria's fact of the day. Sorry, Longo. That's all right. By the way, if you if you don't get to hear the conclusion of this show every day, first off, shame on you. Secondly, you're missing out on the best part of the show. 6:55 every evening. You get Andrew Longoria's fact of the day, and it will blow your mind, guaranteed. (laughs) Uh, Mindy, Robin, Branson, Jack and Bo, hang tight. We'll get to your calls after news, weather, and traffic. Then we're going to kick off Movie Monday. Yeah, we're not forgetting about Movie Monday. Still to come, Match Game and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum. To the show on a good Monday evening to you. Mark Aram here. You there. Coming up on 5 11, 11 minutes after 5 o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. 4 to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday, in the nifty 750. Everyone's back today. Deborah Green, executive producer of the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo. Low T. Chuck. Oh screens them calls coming up in one hour millennial match game with our buddy brett rosner if you're just getting in the car obviously been covering the uh, traffic red alert on the north side perimeter we also discussed last hour uh what's going on in ukraine and their counteroffensive against russia we had C- cbs national security consultant colonel jeff McCauslin on to start the show
1: ukrainians have been pressuring the southern portion of the country Kherson is just to the north of Crimea, occupied by the Russians back in 2014.
0: The very latest on the Ukraine situation tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. I'm going to get back to your calls in just a second. When you've launched counteroffenses in your personal life, much like Ukraine is now, whether it's a counteroffensive against a co-worker, a neighbor, or even a family member, 404 750 But I want to kick off Movie Monday. Did you see that uh, the trailer dropped from f- for the the new Fletch? Um, no. Yeah, um Fletch Confess Fletch or Fletch Confess is the the is title? Chevy Chase? Yeah, no. It's with John Hamm from Mad oh, Men. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Well, the tra- that's what I said, but the trailer, I was like, "Oh, he's got the character down." And our buddy Roy Wood Jr., do you remember Roy? Yeah. He used to do work on Kiss. Uh he plays the cop in this. He's like a major role, so I'm going to try to get Roy on.
3: Okay.
0: Um but I was I mean, Fletch is sacred ground for me.
3: A lot of these movies are, which is why I have a yeah. hard time giving them a chance.
0: But so, like, they're based on books, and I've read all the Fletch books, and they're really good. So I'm actually—I was dubious, and then I watched the trailer. I'm like, all right, this could be okay. Like, Ham has got that character down. The reason I bring it up, though, Fletch is an, a movie that impacted my life. I've mentioned this before. Uh, Chevy Chase as Fletch, to me, was the coolest guy on the planet, and his job was he was a reporter for a newspaper— And so at an early age, seven, eight, I'm like, I want to be Fletch. I want to be that guy. And from that point on, it was like, what do you want to be? You want to grow up? I want to be a newspaper reporter. And so it impacted my life. So a movie that impacted your life, positively or negatively, think about that. And uh, we were supposed to have some sort of space launch today that got postponed. Bad weather. Bad weather. Um, Chris Santori, our buddy down the hall, said, uh, well, how about your favorite movie set in space? So that's our our second Movie Monday topic, a movie that impacted your life and your favorite movie that was set in space. Those are the Movie Monday topics, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's get Mindy in real quick before another check of traffic. Hey, Mindy, what do you have? Hey, how's
7: it going, guys? Excellent.
0: Uh, Talking about a counter-offensive? Yeah,
7: actually, it was a a rental house that we had moved into and... uh, Uh, just to make the story short, my kids, you know, how kids get into disputes with neighbors. Oh, yeah. Well, they went to the same school together, rode the bus, it continued, continued. I come from the mother, um, she was like always defending the kids, this, that, the other. Well, come to find out, she stole my dog.
2: Oh, my God.
7: She, uh, she stole my dog, and I called the, the cops on her, and... They arrested her because she came out, uh, out of her house and was yelling and screaming in her yard, you're never going to find him, and the officers were standing right there and hurt her.
2: If, if
0: you ever steal my dog, I become Liam Neeson and taken at that point.
4: Your special set of skills. <laughs> yeah, I have a you special set you. of
0: skills. <laughs> Give me my dog back. Yeah. That that I'm Liam Neeson at that point. Branson joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Branson, what's up, buddy? Oh, nothing much, sir. How about how y'all doing? I love your name by the way. That's a central character in the in the T V show Downton Abbey is Branson. Love that name.
8: Well, I, I got my name for my granddaddy.
0: Excellent, excellent. What's on your mind, buddy? Uh,
8: well, this is not a a fiscal conversation confrontation, but back in sixty six, I think it was, we got our first telephone. And are you familiar with a party line?
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
8: Uh we had a party line with one person. They live about a half mile down the road and we we live in a uh, a small community. There's a lot of us farm Some we all had gardens about it, mm-hmm. and we'd help this couple out because they were older than my daddy. He's 88 now, but we would help them out because they uh they didn't have the equipment we had, and we would help them out when we got ours done or in in between doing a field or something. We helped them out. Cool. But when the phone rang, his his wife was on the phone. She would listen. Oh, she listened.
0: Yeah, that's the that problem. Of the party when You
8: pick up the phone. Oh, she have a fit. Yeah, you gotta hang up the phone. You can't. I ain't got time. <laughs> and if I got an important phone call to make, or my mother, more uh, born and or born us kids, uh, and oh, you can't make it. Well, my mother's daddy had a heart attack. He had several heart attacks, but uh, he died at Emory in '68. And Mama was waiting on a phone call, and she called this lady and told her that she's waiting on a phone call about her daddy. She was waiting until somebody could get here to take care of the four of us. And then she was going to Emory.
0: What did the lady say?
8: She said, I hate it. Well, that almost got into a confrontation. And uh, when uh, Mom picked up the phone and listened, and she was on the phone, so Mom just listened to her conversation. And the lady got real mad. But they never did come face-to-face at nothing. But that was her phone, and she's gonna use it all she wanted to. Well, even though you helped her out all these years. Oh, we had, we helped her out all the time. We uh, uh, we had two tractors, and they had one, and we would plow the field for them and uh, help them plant corn. S- and
0: same thing with me and my neighbor. We Longoria, we had two tractors, and the neighbor down the road only had one. I would go and plow their fields. I would uh, yeah, yeah. I milk the cows. Right, this right. doesn't
3: sound right. Yeah.
0: I would feed the goats. <laughs> you had goats. They I see you see you on the did. Combine. They be did. They no, did. No idea you were such a
3: farmhand. Yeah. yeah. The, only thing,
0: the only true thing was my neighbors did have goats. Yeah. <laughs> I had Jamaican neighbors. They had 40 goats. It was fantastic. Nothing more uh, enjoyable than being an 11 year old and playing with 40 goats. I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, Robin is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Robin. Hey. Red Robin.
7: <laughs> Yum. Never heard that before.
0: <laughs> Talk to me, Goose.
7: Okay. So one day I came home from work, and my neighbor had installed a wooden fence on my property. And I knew it was my property, so he wanted to argue with me that it was her property. So she hires a surveyor to come out to prove me wrong. Well, he tells her, no, ma'am, that's her property. And so I told her, get your fence off my property, or I'm going to take a chainsaw to it. So the next day I come home from work, and she's moved back onto her property, but she left a huge mess in our yard and would refuse to fix it. She wouldn't plant grass, fix all the mud. So we found out through a friend that she was getting married that next weekend. So I had my husband haul his wood chipper over to the fence oh, no. and crank it up, oh, and no. I had him run his wood chipper through her entire wedding. it!
0: that is the – you are the queen of petty, Robin. You are the queen of petty. That's fantastic. I think Robin might win star of the show, Longoria. All right, Movie Monday. When we come back, movies that impacted your life and your favorite movie set in space. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram.
5: Relaxed, relatable, and really funny. <laughs> Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Bo in College Park joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Bo, welcome, buddy. What do you have?
8: I love your program. You make it fun to listen to the radio.
0: Oh, my pleasure, brother.
8: No, when I was in the service doing Vietnam, I was on a Navy ship, LSD-7, and uh, I went from deck force to where you pay the crew. And there was an officer on board that treated the enlisted people off Mm -hmm. just like dirt. So I had a pay record. So for about a year, every time we had pay or anything, I would pay him more. Gave him much more than he deserved. And then, when I got out after three years, uh, the striker, uh, the first stop they made was Hawaii, heading back to Vietnam. And he sent me the pay sheet, and he was overpaid. He drew nothing for about two months. (laughs) So, at first, you were
0: gifting, you were like, oh, this is, you know, he's like, oh, wow, I'm getting a pay raise. But it was all your evil plan, so he would go without a paycheck for two months.
3: Uh, he, was, he was bad. <laughs> there you go.
0: That uh, that's good. That's a good pettiness right there. Good job, Bo. All right, when we come back, shifting gears, all Movie Monday questions. Two questions on the table on this movie Monday. In honor of the Fletch redo, movies that impacted your life could be negatively or positively. And what's your favorite movie set in space? 404-872-0750. Doug, it was Amazon Women on the Moon was the name of the movie. Who did it star? Deborah Green.
4: Arsenio Hall.
0: Arsenio Hall. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember. Thank you, but Deborah Green uh, might have just earned star of the show. Cheryl's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, how are you doing? Excellent. What do you have?
7: Well, my uh, favorite space movie was The Last Starfighter.
0: Good one. Very good one, and, yeah.
7: And I have a movie that, that did change my life uh, uh, somewhat. It was called A Man Called Peter about uh, Peter Marshall. He was uh, uh, he served as chaplain of the United States Senate and pastor of the New York Avenue Presbyterian Church in, in Washington. And he and his wife, well, she wasn't his wife at the time. He was uh, doing a college event. And she did an ex, uh, 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 a quick uh, speech, and she talked about women smoking and um, and how they didn't look ladylike. And it wasn't a bad thing, It was, but it, it, it impressed me enough to where I said, I'm never going to smoke, and oh, I never have.
0: that's fantastic. Good job. Thank you, Cheryl. Movies that impacted your life and your favorite movie set in space. We'll finish things up with Stasia, Keith, and Bill. Uh, another update on the Red Alert coming up, still to come on the show. Millennial Match Game and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Keep it locked right here. We got your back on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
5: Four bananas a day keeps your stress away. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
0: Stasia joins us next to the Mark Aram show. Hey, real quick, Stasia, what do you have on a movie Monday?
7: Well, I've never seen a space movie, and I won't, but my heart is breaking for these people on 285. Dunwoody, let's get out there with bottled water. Hello, Kroger. Hello, public. Oh, good Hello, idea. Hello, open some bathrooms, right? I mean, they are trapped, and it's horrible. I've been in a lot of traffic jams, and I'm really concerned about them. So I let's agree. let's show them some Northside hospitality. Let's do
0: it. You know what? Doug Turnbull, if you're listening, I want you to fire off some uh, Capri Sun pockets of juice from the Skycopter down Mm Rain it down on Dunwoody. Uh, Keith is in Douglasville. Keith, Movie Mm -hmm. Monday. Real quick, buddy. What do you have?
6: Uh, Favorite movie outside the Star Wars franchise, The Last Starfighter.
0: Last Starfighter. Fantastic. You got a movie that changed your uh, or impacted your life?
6: Oh, man.
0: I didn't think that far ahead. That's fine. Bill and Buckhead, you got 10 seconds. Bill, what do you have?
8: Gravity, uh, George Clooney, and Sandra Bullock.
0: I like that. I like The Martian, too, with uh, Ben Affleck sidekick. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Thank you, Deborah. I wish we had more time for Movie Mondays, but we've got an historic, a biblical red alert on the north side perimeter when we come back after the nonstop news feed. Millennial Match Game, heard only here on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. Don't worry, folks. We're going to get back to the uh, red alert in under six minutes. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. Let's go on my headphones. There we go. Much better. Uh, Yeah, that's been the top local story. And I know if you've been stuck on 285 for over two hours... There's probably not much that's going to put a smile on your face right now. But if one thing can do it, Longori, what do you think can do it? Let's play Millennial Match Game. You better believe it. Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. It is a movie edition of Millennial Match Game. Uh, joining us live, a celebrity millennial and uh, a local Atlanta legend, uh, Brett Rosner. Welcome back to Millennial Match Game. Brett, how are you, buddy?
3: Oh, man. And it's good to be back. I'm very excited. Oh, my-
0: Yeah, I'm very excited you're back with us. I mean, 98% of the population know why you're a legend, but for the 2%, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, uh, well, a former WSB-TV digital content producer, and I work with you and Fred and Linda and everyone else for many years so. yeah the
0: king of donut fridays longoria every oh, donut nice. that you ever got on a friday yeah came from, from this him. guy oh, okay. yeah there thank you thank go you. Thank all you right brett it. let's meet our contestants on the phone kyleen is in tequila kyleen welcome to the show tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself um
7: i'm married and i have three fur babies and one feather baby and love them all
0: what what uh, breed is your feather baby
7: my feather baby she is a citron cockatoo oh
0: i was gonna guess a cockatoo all right well thanks for playing kyleen mike's in lawrenceville mike welcome to the show tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself
8: how you doing i'm mike from lawrenceville and i'm not on 285
0: <laughs> oh there you go mike Mike's <laughs> mike not originally from lawrenceville though where are you originally from
8: uh, new York.
0: There you go. All right. So this is how the game works, guys. It's a famous movie cut edition of Millennial Match Game. I'm going to play a famous movie cut. You have to guess whether Millennial Brett what new, knows what movie it's from. So you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether the Millennial knows the answer. Um, we'll do it an example just to show you how the game works. Brett, what movie is this cut from?
6: Wilder, well Wilder. Well <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wilson. What, what movie is that from, that's, Brett? That's Castaway. That is Castaway. All right, good job. Brett is very smart, guys. Just giving you a heads up. All right, we'll start with you, Kyleen. Always ladies first on the Mark Aram Show. Will millennial Brett know what movie featured this famous cut?
6: Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like
1: this and totally redeem yourself.
6: Famous
0: cut, famous movie. Will Millennial Brett know what movie it's from, though? That's the question. Yes. You say yes. I think so, too. Brett Rosner, what movie is that from? Oh, it's
1: one of the funniest movies ever. It's Dumb and Dumber. That
0: is Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey, the, uh, the highlight, I would say, of Jim Carrey's career. Fantastic, yes. All right, uh, Mike, you're up. Ooh, this is an older movie. This movie came out before Brett was born. That being said, will millennial Brett know what movie this is from?
7: So now you have the same reaction to music as you do to sex and violence.
0: (laughs) It's an oddball movie.
8: You know what, Mark? I don't know it, so I'm going to—he doesn't know it.
0: Yeah, I don't think he knows—well, yeah, I don't think Brett would know this. Brett, do you want to hear the cut again?
7: Sure, yeah. So now you have the same reaction to music
5: as you do to sex and violence. (laughs)
0: Freaky movie. That's the hint I'll give you. It's a freaky movie. Oh uh,
5: James Bond or something?
0: No. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. A Clockwork uh, Or You ever seen wow. that movie, Brett? No. Yeah, don't watch it. Don't don't, don't, <laughs> it's a don't watch it. Movie. Brilliant movie. Definitely watch Chuck, Chuck leaves it on for his kids when he comes yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's says <laughs> like they go to sleep to. It. All right, Mike, good job. You got the point. Back to Kylene. Ooh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. 80s classic. But will Millennial Brett know what movie this is from?
6: I wanna to get to the bottom of this. Asafp. Oh,
5: so do I. Mm. First like no, I don't like so.
6: butter your muffin. <laughs> but,
0: such a classic. You say you don't think so. Uh, Brett the Millennial, do you know what movie that's
1: from? Uh, I don't.
0: I'll give you a hint. The female was Kelly LeBrock. 80s comedy, 80s teen comedy, starred Wyatt and Logan
1: breakfast
3: club you might as well
0: tell him <laughs> easy mike easy it's a uh, weird science weird oh, science yeah. all right uh kylie gets the point great life advice from doug turnbull if you got a pee be patient doesn't matter if there's a red alert or not just in general yeah, just hold it yeah if you gotta pee be patient longoria yeah. stop using that mountain dew bottle yeah. you <laughs> keep under the desk all right uh round two millennium match game what's the score deborah
4: we got Kylene with two and Mike with one. It's back to Mike. All
0: right, Mike. Uh, well, Millennial Brett, I think he'll know this one. Will he know what movie features this famous cut?
3: Swing, Schwing, schwing <laughs> Pitbull. She's a babe. She's magically
0: babelicious. Swing. What do you think, Mike? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Brett Rosner, yeah. what movie is that from? Yeah, that's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. All right, Kylene, back to you. I'm going to give you the Mark Aaron 100% guarantee that millennial Brett knows what movie features this cut.
4: A Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel car till 64.
0: Oh, he better know that. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. But Ky- it's Kylie, oh, yeah, It's your yeah, choice. He
7: better, he yeah, better. know. He lot better know. A lot of
0: pressure, Brett Rosner. What movie is that from?
3: A
7: lot of
1: pressure. My cousin Vinny.
0: That is. Great job. Mike was originally cast as Vinny, but Joe Pesci strong-armed him out of the role. I'm sorry about that, Mike. You could have had it, buddy. All right. Uh, Ooh, this is a tough one, Mike. Because you and I know this movie, and we love this movie. But we're older than this guy, Brett Rosner. He's a millennial. The question you have to ask yourself, is this movie famous enough that the millennial will know? I'll say no more. Let's play the cut.
6: Learn it. Know it, live it.
0: What do you think, Mike?
6: That's a tough one. I'm gonna say no.
0: All right, I'm gonna let Brett Rosen hear it one more time.
6: Learn it, know it, live it.
0: Learn it, know it, live it, Brett.
2: I'm gonna guess. Trains, planes, planes, and automobiles?
0: Mm, solid guess, but not not correct. I'll give you a hint. You already you're Mike, you already get a point. All right, so don't, don't worry. Uh seventies or early eighties eighties teen movie. Um it starred uh a beautiful young Phoebe Cates.
1: Oh, Fast Times at... Yeah,
0: Ridgemont High. That's how everyone knows. Oh, Phoebe Cates. Every dude knows Phoebe Cates. All right, back to you, (laughs) Kylene. mm, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to let you do this one on your own, Kylene. Will Millennial Brett know what movie this cut is from? The
6: new phone book's here. The new phone book's here.
0: The new phone book's here. Very excited. Navin Johnson. You say he will know. I
6: do,
0: yeah. All right, let's hear it one more time, Deborah. The
6: new
2: phone book's here. The new phone book's here.
0: Brett, what movie is that from? No idea. Steve Martin.
2: <laughs>
0: that Na- was a good movie. It was a good movie. That was the Jerk. Oh. Have you ever have you never seen no. the Jerks, uh, Brett? No. Yeah, go back and watch it. It's it's worth. It doesn't hold up yeah, as well, oh yeah. but it's definitely worth watching. I remember the first time when I was in college, and my my name was in the phone book. I was just as excited as Naven Johnson. <laughs> I didn't go around screaming, but I was like, oh, there's my," Because it's always, you know, your parents' name were in the phone book. And in my first phone, I had my name in the phone book. Anyway, you you don't want to hear any more of that. Uh, All right, Mike. Uh, hmm. You have to ask yourself if Brett Rosner is a fan of romantic comedies. Will Millennial Brett know what movie this is from? There are two kinds of women, high maintenance and low maintenance. And Ingrid Bergman is low maintenance? An LM, definitely. Which one am I? You're the worst kind. You're high maintenance,
8: but you think you're low maintenance.
0: What do you think, Mike? Uh,
8: again, uh, I don't know it, so I'm going to say he doesn't
0: know it. Really? All right. I'm surprised on that one. I think Brett might sneak this one And Brett, what movie is that from?
2: I know it. It's When Harry Met Sally. That's
0: right. Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, When Harry awesome. Met Sally. All right, Deborah. end of round two, Millennium Last Game. What is the score? a 3-3 tie. A 3-3 tie. That's a nail-biter, Longoria. We're going to overtime. Millennial match game, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. We'll check that uh, gridlock alert up on Northside Perimeter and come back with the conclusion next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
5: News, weather, traffic, and lots of fun. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. To stand up all at once,
3: we'd have one hell of a population problem.
0: Say no, Kyleen. He doesn't know that.
3: No,
1: no, no. Right. Um, you I'm don't not. know that, do you? No, but I'm going to guess it's. it's- it's God?
0: No, The Lost Boys. Uh, all right, let's go to 11, Deborah. Mike, final one. Will Millennial Brett know what movie this is from?
6: Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that. But you got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath.
0: All right, real quick, what do you think, Mike? Will he know what movie that's from?
6: <sighs> yeah possibly <laughs> way to hedge your
0: bets you don't know what movie that is do you brett it's kremlin that is kremlin all right we'll yeah. give it to mike final score deborah
4: final score ends up being a 4-4 tie
0: 4-4 tie we have nifty gifties for both contestants
6: nifty
4: they are nifty they're
8: nifty gifties what
6: do they win deborah both
4: of you get a pair of tickets to the outlaw music fest with willie nelson jason isbell larkin poe and a whole bunch more september 9th at Ameris bank amphitheater yeah
0: longo's going to there you can meet longo as well brett you're uh, you're a trooper buddy thanks for uh, playing tonight bud Love you, guys. Love you, too. Brett Rosner, a celebrity edition of Millennial Match Game. All right, we'll be right back. And then uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review next.
3: Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're
0: listening
6: to The Mark Aram Show. Animals two by two. Ox, Ox
0: camel, camel, all the other stuff. Oh, yeah, kangaroo. I need a drink. I don't really drink during the week. I gotcha. I'm getting, Monday. Yeah. Wow. wow. I'm, uh, I'm going to have a nice legends distillery bourbon on the rocks when i get home yeah and then follow that up with the johnny walker black on the rocks and then i'm gonna stuff my face because i'm hungry and now on the mark aram show it's time
2: for the fast food review
0: joining us live on the greasy salty hotline from parts unknown height unknown weight we do not want to know Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular fast food review.
2: How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great. Mark Aram. Cheers. You're one of the only people I know that goes from bourbon to scotch, <laughs> except George Thorogood, who does the old one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Are you going to follow it up with a beer after yeah, those
0: two? Yeah, yeah. Chuck will give me one of his Michelob Ultra's, and I'll uh, I'll pop that out as, as my third <laughs> my third beverage tonight. It's been rough, Johnny. We have got red alerts. You know, it's a tough day, man. It's been a tough day. I might have but to you're a tough dude at a fast food establishment on my way home. Do you have any suggestions for us today?
2: The double steak grilled cheese burrito is back Ooh. at Taco Bell. That means the grilled cheese burrito is back, and they're pushing the double steak at you, which means you can also get double beef or double chicken or even single chicken or single beef. That's the one where they put the cheese on the outside, so if you get the double steak Grilled cheese burrito it's the double steak and then they're gonna give you rice they're gonna give you nacho cheese and it's actually it's not the extra cheese grilled steak burrito it's extra steak but actually it's quadruple cheese if you think about it because they're giving you nacho cheese sauce but they're giving you that three cheese blend that they like to throw at you so it's all that sour cream don't call them Fritos. I think they're called Fiesta <laughs> Strips on yeah. the inside, with a nice big fat burrito that you can do pretty much any way you want to.
0: Yeah, these I remember these when when you first told them about us at Taco Bell, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I and I like the fact you can, you don't have to you know put two things up fingers up and wave the manager over. That's on the menu. You can get double steak without manager approval.
2: Exactly, and if you want an extra pro tip. I would tell them to get rid of the nacho cheese sauce, add extra three cheese blend on the inside, and just get rid of the rice, too. I don't need any rice in my burrito. Have it on the side if you need to. So there you go. There you go. Let's talk about grilled
0: cheese in general. Uh, Sure.
2: Because, I mean, that's one of my favorite foods.
0: You know, often I'll go to Waffle House and just give me two grilled cheese sandwiches, hash browns covered, so I Mm. get, you know, all my calcium intake. Chuck, I'm going to bring you into this because uh, I'm going to use a phrase that you introduced me to. <laughs> I don't really like it when when places church up their grilled cheese sandwich. Like there was when we went to New England, it was like lobster uh, grilled cheese.
3: Like you don't I, like a little twist on it? No, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm I guess I'm a purist. I don't know. I, I guess it depends on the ingredient that you put in there.
3: Well, yeah, that, that has, the, has a lot to do with s-
0: it. The subtle taste of lobster gets lost in you know a sharp cheddar grilled cheese sandwich. Johnny, what do you think about them churching up grilled cheese sandwiches at places?
2: Well, if you're going to go that route, then you're kind of getting into melt territory. Now, if you called it a lobster melt, it might be a little more palatable to you. Yeah, I get it. A grilled cheese should be a grilled cheese. And if you're going to mess with it, I would mess with the bread. One thing I do like to do, Mark, that that doesn't really come out when you eat it, but if you put mayonnaise on the outside of a grilled cheese instead of butter, I'm telling you. It makes my, for a great grilled
0: cheese. I asked my rabbi. He said it's no good. I can't do it. I, it's against my religion. I will I will add one amendum to my not-churching-up grilled cheese, Chuck. A grilled ham and cheese sandwich can be heavenly. I often of get those at Waffle House as well. Two grilled, grilled ham and cheese sandwiches. The moon's
2: over my hammy.
0: Not, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, but I'm down. I'm glad— uh, Taco Bell's bringing back, and now you can get double steak Longoria, the double steak grilled cheese burrito. And there's a spicy version available as well, Longoria. I don't know if you throw you're...
2: some jalapenos on there and you're <laughs> spicy <jalapenos> it up. <laughs>
0: jalapenos. Yeah. Um classic grilled cheese burrito, double steak grilled cheese burrito, and the spicy double steak grilled cheese burrito. Uh, suggested price of four twenty nine for the regular one. The double steak will set you back six seventy nine. But I'm assuming even with double steak, Longo and I only need two apiece on these, Johnny
2: um actually these are pretty big i mean this as far as the burritos go it's as big as the burrito supreme so if you're only if you're feeling really hungry should you go to so
0: maybe the double steak and then like two soft tacos or something
2: yeah, for a little dessert. All right, Wash there it you down. go.
0: All right, great news on the fast food front. Johnny K., we appreciate you as always, and...
2: If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram. And anything you want on the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or steak.
0: All things kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, brah.
2: And it's bruh.
0: All right, uh, when we come back, Longoria is going to dip into that... Uh, big bag of facts and pull one out for his fact of the day and russ in gainesville might have a new girlfriend that could be some breaking news we'll discuss when we come back next on atlanta's news and talk with mark Aram.
5: traffic updates every six minutes a smile on your face for three hours atlanta's news and talk with mark Aram. longoria's fact of the day all right we are always
6: living in the past. The time it takes to process stimuli is about 80 milliseconds. By the time you understand what is going on, it is in the past. Our consciousness is actually staying behind actual events, never being able to catch up.
0: That's deep AF, Longoria. It is. Wow. <laughs> what did you do this Off weekend? Off the dome. Off the dome. Off the dome, dome. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, we're living, we're literally living in the past. We are. The, a nanosecond in the past. That is true. You'll never get that nanosecond back again. And you'll never catch up. Speaking of weekends, Chuck, you went to Tybee with a Hot Neighbor. Did uh, your beloved uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law go with you, or is it just <laughs> you and the kidney beans? Just you guys? Did you go to that, that uh, crab shack place? Did you go to that famous breakfast place? You didn't do any of that? Like two of my favorite restaurants are on Tybee Island. Does his mic not work? I don't know. No. Everything everything, <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> fell apart. Can he not hear? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, he, can hear. he said, no, I can hear. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Boss,
6: come here a minute. I want
0: to talk to you. Russ, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy?
1: Hey, man. How you doing? Excellent. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. How was your weekend? Um, it was all uh, right. I got rid
0: of that girl. What was her name? Kanisha. Uh, what was her name? Janessa. Janessa, you got
1: rid hey, of her. Hey, you know she's like a, you know, flaming liberal Democrat, and you know, start cutting down stuff, talking about gun control. Gun control to me is holding the hand with both, holding the gun with both hands.
0: Well, at your age, That's you need the, to. You gotta, you gotta yeah, hold. You gotta
1: hold your gun with both hands. Whatever. Yeah.
0: You my, my well, baseball kidding. coach in Little League always said, "If you're, you know, catch a fly ball with two hands and hold your gun with two hands."
1: Yeah. Well, right? I so, have a bunch of guns and nobody's going to take them from me. Well, use the so, use the two hands. I'm a Republican all the way, buddy. Right. So, are you running for office or something, Russ? Like, <laughs> you, you got a super no, pack? No, I'm just saying that's why I got rid of her. I don't want to hear that stuff. I hate Biden. So, there you go. All right.
0: Well, good news, I, I, I saw on Twitter that uh, they're going to cancel the 22, uh, 2020 election results, um, and and President Trump's going to be installed at the end of October as president. <laughs>
1: that'd be great. Yeah. I love Trump. So I think be great. So there
0: you go. Some good news for you, Russ. You lost Janessa, <laughs> but pre- Trump's going to be president again in October.
4: She wasn't going to pay the rent anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. Liberal or Democrat or um, libertarian. No woman's paying rent at your place, Russ. I don't think you've ever collected a dime.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Russ. Well, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That was an odd Russ and Gainesville call. She's a Republican, if you don't know.
5: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: Do you think Alan Sanders is filling in something? <laughs> what the hell was that? Alan Sanders. What the hell was that? I don't know. Oh, geez, Louise Russ. Um, he went all political us. He did. Uh stars of the show, Colonel Jeff McCoslin from CBS. That was great stuff on Ukraine launching their counter uh offensive. Brett Rosner coming in clutch playing a millennial match game. Did I did I award any others? A caller got one. A listener
4: one. said I don't Not remember.
0: Yeah. But did we give one away? Maybe the
4: one with the turkey. I don't remember. (laughs) The turkey. (laughs) She threw the turkey over the fence. Oh,
0: that one. Yeah. (laughs) The church lady was good too, though. Yeah. Uh, All right, that's it. I don't want to water my wine. Give away too many stars of the show. Twitter, Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, TikTok the Mark Aram Show. Stay safe. Avoid 285. Have a great Monday, Atlanta.